It's another Wednesday, and that means another episode of our podcast drops. We're here to give you our podcast weather-wise every Wednesday here with 47 ABC News in Salisbury, Maryland. We're excited about this topic here because it's a pretty different topic uh, that we haven't really addressed or mentioned much in our podcasts. I know we've been talking a lot about tropics, a lot about the hot summer, a lot about the the extreme weather and we're going to touch on some of that in this podcast but the main podcast is going to be about a la nina advisory it was just issued here uh, for the region and we're going to explain what that means and we're going to talk a little bit about la nina and how it affects our weather currently and how it's going to affect our weather in the future so again i'm meteorologist daniel johnson and today i'm alongside meteorologist sloan haynes how are you doing sloan I'm doing well. You know, I've been very excited by these cooler temperatures this week. It's feeling like fall. I'm excited about it. Same here. And we keep emailing each other. We always email each other after our weather shifts. And we're both so excited about the fall preview. We've been experiencing it for the past couple of days. Um, so we're loving it here. And it's Wednesday. It's halfway through the week. So we're excited for that too. Right, Sloan? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about El Nino and La Nina. So a lot of people... Um, talk about it. A lot of people don't quite understand it, although we, we talk about it pretty much every year because one or the two is typically affecting us, but it's not always an El Nino or always a La Nina, but they really do impact our weather. So we're going to get in and into the details coming up, but right now, uh, actually this summer, we were issued a La Nina watch which means La Nina conditions are possible going forward. But now we're in a La Nina advisory. So what's, what does that mean, Sloan, if you want to tell our listeners exactly what that means? Yep. So La Nina conditions were present in August, and that means for the advisory that there's a 75% chance that they'll hang around through the winter. So NOAA issued a La Nina advisory, which means that the conditions have been observed and are expected to expected to continue. Um, these surface temperatures are a huge player with observing if there's a La Nina or El Nino. And for a La Nina, it's the cooler phase of the Enzo cycle, which is the um, El Nino Southern Oscillation cycle. And it's pretty much monitoring fluctuations in temperature between ocean and atmosphere in the East Central Equatorial Pacific. So for the La Nina, it means that the average sea surface temperatures were at least a half a degree Celsius cooler than average in the preceding months, and that's ex expected to continue for five consecutive overlapping months over a three-month period. So that just means December, January, February, January, February, March, and et cetera. But there's a few more things that could be occurring with this, with this advisory. This means that stronger than usual easterly trade winds could be observed, that's a huge role of trade winds with La Nina and El Nino. There could be an increase in cloudiness and rainfall over Indonesia and a corresponding drop in average surface pressure there. And then there could be a decrease in cloudiness and rainfall in the eastern tropical Pacific and an increase in the average surface pressure there. So those are just a few of the bullet points that need to be crossed off for there to be a La Nina advisory. Right, and that was a perfect explanation. And some people might be listening and they're saying, why is it that important that we care about ocean temperatures? You know, um, who cares if they're below average or above average? What does that have to do with me? What about my neighborhood? Tell me what's, what does that mean for my area, not the oceans? And 
The interesting thing, Sloan, and it's always been fascinating to me, if it wasn't for all the water that we have on the earth, the oceans, the lakes, we would not have the weather we have. I mean, mm -hmm. not to get biblical or anything, but there wouldn't really be much of you know, any life. So it's amazing what the oceans can do in terms of our weather patterns. So mm -hmm. just a slight fluctuation in sea surface temperatures in a certain area specifically, which is off the coast of well, South America, so the Eastern Pacific, that's what we're looking at when it comes to El Nino and La Nina. So Sloan mentioned with the La Nina watch, that means we just need to watch out. There could be a La Nina developing. That was this summer. But we just were issued a La Nina advisory, which means we have officially observed La Nina conditions and they're ex expected to persist. And again, I'm going to go over just the difference between El Nino and La Nina just really quickly. Sloan just touched base on it a little bit. So again, the El Nino is above average sea surface temperatures in the central and eastern Pacific Ocean. So that's when we observe above average sea surface temperatures, so ocean temperatures. And that is El Nino. And I know a lot of people have heard El Nino that term before. Um, and El Ninos and La Ninas kind of switch back and forth every three to seven years. So they kind of trade off. Uh, last winter, we actually had ENSO neutral conditions. So we didn't have an El Nino or a La Nina. We were kind of stuck in the middle. So when you don't have any of those, it's ENSO neutral. So again, El Nino, above average sea surface temperatures in the Eastern Pacific. La Nina is below average ocean temperatures in the Eastern Pacific. And it really has a major impact, not only on our weather, but the weather across the entire globe. Um, so, you know, with El Nino, it typically strengthens that low level um, subtropical jet. And it really strengthens certain winds within the atmosphere that can tear up hurricanes, right? So mm -hmm. with no El Nino existing, that's why we're having such an above average storm season in terms of hurricanes, right? Yep. And that's what we were seeing with um, what is eventually Hurricane Teddy out there in the Atlantic Ocean right now is that there's not really a lot of wind shear there or upper level winds rather to, you know, tear it apart. It has this warm water in the Atlantic Ocean that will allow it to continue to strengthen to become a major hurricane. So that's something, you know, we're keeping our eyes on is why we're seeing such an active season because there's not a lot hindering tropical development. Right. And with the La Nina, that kind of hinders, it kind of, it, it gets rid of those strong winds that can tear up hurricanes, tear them apart. Uh, so with the La Nina that we're entering now and that we have officially observed, that is allowing the ocean uh, to really, you know, strengthen these hurricanes. The winds are calmer uh, in the Atlantic. So it has a major impact. Of course, it doesn't only affect our, um, you know, our hurricane season. It affects our fall seasons. It affects, you know, mm -hmm. as we head into the winter. And we're going to talk about that, too. So, again, La Nina, we have observed that. And we are expecting that to continue into the upcoming fall and winter season. So I guess we should discuss a little bit, Sloan, what does that necessarily mean or what could that mean in terms mm -hmm. of the fall and winter coming up? And I'm looking at a graphic and with a lot of Nina overall, 
and I know I'm jumping to winter because everyone knows I'm a winter fan. But over, <laughs> overall, I know you're excited for snow, which means La Nina <laughs> might not be good for you here on Delmarva. <laughs> yeah, overall, a La Nina brings us warmer than normal winters here on Delmarva, but also wetter than normal at times. So we have more of a polar jet stream impact rather than the southern jet stream. And the reason I prefer El Nino's is it gives us that chance to get those southern storms, you know, the, our, our big snowstorms. Uh, mm -hmm. That's why I kind of get excited in El Nino's. But the problem with El Nino is that can also bring us a lot of warm weather at times too. So the good thing with La Nina is we get more of the polar jet influence and we can get more Arctic fronts it's just maybe not as great a chance to get bigger snowstorms, right? Mm -hmm. So we're um, definitely uh, tracking that possibility as we head into the winter. Of course, we're gonna release our winter outlook uh, coming up in late October or early November. And we do that every year and we'll go over more details about it. But right now, just the simple La Nina layout, it does bring in, you know, strong Arctic fronts usually, um, but it's not necessarily a sustained cold winter. So we'll see. It's, it's hard slowing, you know, when you talk about the future forecasting months ahead of time. Mm -hmm. um, we'll know more as we get closer um, to the winter season. So we'll see what happens because some La Ninas bring us more snow than some El Ninas. And mm -hmm. that depends on the strength of it. And that's the other thing that's in the La Nina advisory. It mentions that we could be going into a moderate La Nina, not just a weak one. Like it could be strengthening into a moderate type La Nina. So we'll be watching that too over the next yeah. few months. Something to keep our eyes out for as we get closer to these winter months. Right. So again, these ocean temperatures, the effect they have on our weather, I've always found it fascinating that just, you know, water temperatures uh, can change mm -hmm. the forecast and the weather across the globe. So. Right now, we're in a La Nina. Water temperatures are below average in the Eastern Pacific. Of course, they're well above average in the Atlantic, um, which is keeping those storms pretty strong. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add about ENSO or, or El Nino and La Nina, Sloan, before we talk a little bit about what's happening in the Atlantic? I just think to go off what you said, it's crazy how something on the other side of the globe can affect us. And it's also really just about a half a degree warmer or cooler that can make a world of difference for our um, fall and winters here. Exactly. So um, we'll keep tracking ENSO, the El Nino Southern Oscillation, which of course tracks El Nino and La Nina. So the La Nina pattern um, looks to continue. So with this La Nina, of course, the Atlantic has been so active and you know, Hurricane Sally's making landfall today um, in along the Gulf Coast. So mm -hmm. they're dealing with lots of flooding. That's the biggest concern with Sally. It's not necessarily the winds. Yes, the winds are very strong and will cause some damage, but it's really slow, Sloan. Like it was supposed to yeah. make landfall Tuesday mm -hmm. and it was pushed back to today. It was, it pretty much has really started to stall Tuesday morning and move slower. And now when these storms and we see them move slower and they start to stall, it means that we could see, you know, storm surge lasting a little longer as the storm keeps approaching, pushing that water on shore as it's continuing to approach at such a slow rate. But 
these are also really big rainmakers. They can dump a lot of rain, and I know that um, meteorologists down there on the Gulf states are calling for some historic flooding. Yeah, I've seen some models printing out over 20 inches of rain. Mm -hmm. So incredible. No one needs that right now, especially this year with everything that's going on. So mm -hmm. uh, we got Sally out there, and Sally could bring us a little bit of rain, you know, here on Delmarva yep. toward, towards the end of the week. Yeah, we could see some rain from that, but this storm is really going to be a rainmaker for the Gulf states. I know they already have been calling for the rivers to be at a moderate to high risk for flooding levels the next couple of days because when it keeps producing rain, the rivers are going to flood for the next couple of days after. Right. And we have Teddy out there, too. And Teddy is mm -hmm. strengthening into a hurricane and soon to be a major hurricane. So um, that is something Bermuda needs to keep a watch on, too, because Bermuda was just hit with Hurricane Paulette on Monday. And I know yes. you said you were, you were here Monday morning and you were watching it, right? And you said the, I yes, think the eye I went right over the it, island. Especially, Daniel, I think the six, it was either five, top of the five o'clock hour, top of the six o'clock hour. I was looking at um, satellite imagery and the entire island of Bermuda was within the eye of Paulette. So I found that to be quite astonishing to yeah. see that on satellite radar. Incredible. And at one point this week, we had five storms, five tropical systems in the Atlantic. So we had Sally, Paulette, Teddy, Vicky, and we had Renee. So mm -hmm. um, there are still systems out there that we're keeping a close eye on. Vicky's still out there, but looks to stay out in the ocean. Teddy is going to be another potential close call with Bermuda. We have to watch where that storm goes to. So hopefully mm -hmm. we get a break after that, right? <laughs> Hopefully, but you said it, we're one name away from the Greek alphabet. And with these La Nina conditions and no shear really to stop these storms from developing, we could see us reaching the Greek alphabet pretty soon. Yeah, and unfortunately, we're probably going to stay active with hurricane season even into October. And, of course, mm -hmm. you know, the season doesn't officially end until November, November 30th, you know, the end of November. So quite active for sure. So... The mm -hmm. Atlantic heating up. The western coast of the U.S. is on fire, Sloan. Um, yes. It's really, really sad. You know, over 35 people have died. The smoke has traveled all the way across the United States. It's even here on Delmarva. You saw the haze out there, right? Yep. This morning I walked outside and I said, I know the sun is out. Like, we're, you know, sunny skies in the forecast yesterday and today, but... You're starting to see those hazy conditions. I know the National Weather Service on Tuesday was calling it hazy sunshine, and I sort of took that word because I just thought it was a great way to describe it. Yeah, I like that. Hazy and a little smoky. Um, luckily, that smoke is staying pretty high in the atmosphere, mm -hmm. so it's not really affecting our air quality, unlike in the West Coast, where the air quality is yeah. some of the worst on Earth right now. So mm -hmm. um, a lot going on. And uh, again, we, we did want to touch base on some of the extremes going on across the earth and across the United States, of course, with the hurricane season. Um, sending all of our thoughts and prayers to the Gulf Coast, uh, who, who's dealing with Sally right now and the heavy rain, and sending all of that to the West Coast as well, dealing with the fires and a lot of major problems occurring uh, with those wildfires. And the fires are still burning. Hopefully, unfortunately, I don't see an immediate change to the pattern on the west coast either in the immediate future to kind of slow things mm -hmm. down hopefully that does change 
Yep, the La Nina conditions will keep out west a bit drier, too, so that would help there to be more wildfires spreading. So that's something to keep the eyes out for the next couple months. Yeah, that's not good because with El Nino's, that's when California sometimes sees mudslides and record rain, mm -hmm. right? But with La Nina, that's going to keep the West Coast dry, unfortunately, and that's the pattern we're in. So we'll see what La Nina does to our fall and does to our winter. If you're a snow fan like myself, don't get upset. We've had very snowy and very cold winters in La Nina's, so it's possible. Um, it's still very early in the season to even talk about the winter in detail. But stay tuned. Uh, we'll keep everyone updated. Anything else you want to add, Sloan? No, I think we covered it all, Daniel. All right. Take care, everyone, and stay tuned for our next podcast episode next Wednesday.